such like shame and regret because I literally play like it. I'm not doing this, and I'm just you know Bobby done fell. <laughs> oh Lord, not again, Bobby. <laughs> We got no insurance. <laughs> is but is That's that just like the best ever? Is that when is that like the me? Like could you see me like down there like that? Like in New Orleans yes. when I fell and the homeless man's gonna get me? Oh, oh Lord, Lord done fail. <laughs> what is it the guy yells from like inside the house? Why are you doing that? What you doing falling? What you doing falling? <laughs> How are we gonna get you up, Bobby? You what up, you doing, falling? No, I want to watch it again. Put it on again. <laughs> I just get B O B, and the first thing comes up, Bobby Dunn fell on her back. YouTube autocomplete is awesome. It don't take me more than four letters to find exactly what I want. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. 
I wonder how I got out of the car. I seriously do. Somebody took it out of the car and they just didn't remember. And it wasn't me because I couldn't even get to the back because somebody's door was open. But this is the first one. No, this is the thing. I'm short and it was difficult for me to get the luggage in there. I didn't even put the luggage in, so I'm not going to be trying to pull luggage out. She thinks that she's stronger than she is and she flings shit around. (laughs) You know what I would do for a, a. a, a, like a security camera video of like who took it out. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I would like to know, did I do it? Because honestly, no, I don't think her. I she did it. I don't, well, I don't think I did either. So we're, we're both the you same. I think you did. If I did it, I have no recollection. Just oh, like you. Yeah. I just like you. But either one of us would admit it. Well, clearly, clearly one of us did. It was Pam. It's Pam. Yeah. She does not recall. You just told me everything you need to know about that situation. This is what it's like to if, go on a trip with it, us. I don't recall doing it. And we had not even had not a drink, not a sip of anything. Not a damn nothing. I'm standing there with like a sundress on and nothing on underneath it. I look like... You are not... You are not... We were river rafting. So? She would put pants on. No, I gave her some pants to put on. She had some like swim pants on. Under it. I refuse to believe you ever wore a sundress. Yeah. She did. I don't believe it. I did. I, I got pictures of it. Uh, do you remember when we were going over the falls like this? And, like, I could not stop screaming laughing. We screamed a lot. <laughs> it was cold. We screamed a I lot kept looking in at that Jessica, rap. and I would just, like, <clears throat> scream loud. Because I knew we were going to get just, like... Remember when Pam fell off the boat? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So in order to get get off that boat, you have to kind of slide off the pontoon. But to get back on it is the bigger challenge. You had to slide across the pontoon Not for to me. get. I just threw my leg over the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and we're only in this water like this this deep, but it's still rocks. No, I went up stuff. to her chest. No, I think she fell up to her chest. I think yeah, because she fell all the way. She was like on her back. She yeah. fell on her back. I just fell up. <laughs> I'm trying to grab. She's sliding off and now she's like under the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Laura make that sound. Before. Yeah. <laughs> it's a unique sound. <laughs> oh, mercy. Oh, because I'm reliving it and it was yeah. so hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mercy. I think I was already in the boat. There was like <laughs> it was one of those things you saw it I happen. I saved her life. I did. And there was not anything going to save her from going in the water. She was going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Lord. What you do? Oh. That was good for her, though, to get up on that hike because she didn't think she could do it. Remember when we got up to that like last ladder that was hard? That was really hard. Had to make her do it, and she cried at the top. It was really hard. Pam cries? Pam does cry. She cries a lot. I was talking to Laura today about that. Somebody that emailed about that little Gus dog. Yeah, then they want to like buy it. No, they emailed us that said there's a lady that's that's that she saw that's trying to sell Gus. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. that's a new one. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so I told Laura, I said, I said we should talk about 
dog scams a little bit because a lot of people don't realize what kind of happens with dog That's like scams. The only experience we have of that, isn't it? No, no. Um, All right, good. You know, he, we had that cute little close-up of his face that I posted the other day. So what people do is they grab they grab a cute photo of a dog, and they go to like one of those Facebook marketplace, or Craigslist, or what. And they say they have this dog for sale. There's this puppy for sale. You want it? You want to put a deposit down on it? And what people fall into, and I can't believe that they do over and over and over again, but I, I, see, it on, I see it on social media pages for, like, French bulldog puppies. They'll see this person has this pictures of French bulldog puppies that are not in their possession. Yeah. They're just, they're just somebody's pictures of their puppies, which is apparently what somebody was doing with a picture of Gus. And you say that you have this puppy Yeah, but there's no way to know it's not in their possession. Well, this is the point. This is, this, is my, this is my point. What they ask you to do is to put a deposit in there. Yeah, let's see you. Wire them some money. And if that doesn't make red flags go off for somebody, yeah. then I don't really know <laughs> what does. But on the other hand, you know, when I bought Bubbles... I have to send a deposit. Yeah, but you researched who that person was. Well, you've already talked to her. Well, and there's usually, I've had a couple people that have adopted from us who have, like, come to me and... Fallen into the scam. And said, hey, this is what happened to me. And, like, one lady was saying, so she had the deposit for this puppy. And then all of a sudden the person says, oh, the puppy's sick. And, you know, we really can't afford to treat this on it. So the person ended up sending some more money so that their puppy could be treated. And then... All of a sudden, the puppy can't, is not going to be available for another month, and somehow you need to send more money. You know, all and, of a sudden, I need more drugs. Yeah, and <laughs> so I have to come up with an idea to get more money from you. It's a slick grift, though. If you're but see, grift. the majority of them, <clears throat> they put five hundred dollars down, or they put a thousand dollars down, and send it into the the abyss because that's where it goes. Send it to my WhatsApp number. To your WhatsApp <laughs> number, and then that person just disappears. Yeah, totally. You, you got know. the money, right? But to like what Laura was saying, what people don't understand is with a legitimate breeder, you have to put a deposit down. But you better know who that person is because you will have to put a deposit down. I had put half down on Bubs, and that was like when she was only two weeks old. Yeah, but like, do these so, people have like a legitimate page or like a, any? Or and you would no. you could ask for references and or they have who a your fake veterinarian website. is. I mean, it's hard to make a fake website. It's it's hard too. There's like so many different like apps out there when it comes to like transferring money to people to where they make it super just easy. For you. Some or, or yeah, I mean, doing. well, there's there's so many different avenues to where it's like some apps can be like, you know, can can give you like a little security. Others it's just like, woo, you just threw that in the wind. Yeah. Like no no recourse at all. Yeah. Well, I know um, if you go through PayPal, you can get your money back. Yeah. Well, they're not doing it through uh, PayPal. Yeah, I wouldn't really. PayPal. I wouldn't really count on PayPal too much, but at least they have more security measures than most. I don't really have a lot of experience with it. Well, either. PayPal will pluck it right back out of their account. Yeah, PayPal, all you, all PayPal you have sides to do with the buyer is almost challenge cases, it and say, seller. hey, I never got this, mm-hmm. and I want to, you know... Dispute. Dispute it. And that's, and, you know, even with, the navi- even with, like, security features like that, it's like, I immediately think, like, well, that's a scam that can go both ways. Yeah. So... So it's just very difficult. <coughs> what, what are you supposed to do? Ask, ask to like, hey, I want you to send me a picture of that puppy in front of today's newspaper. <laughs> the, prob- the problem is, is that people get excited. Mm. 
Well, duh. They get emotionally like, invested. You know, they get caught up in the excitement of it. The I was, I, I was, I was a salesman for years, and you, you realize that, like, yeah, once people like want something, it's like, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll push you over just to get it. Yeah. And it's, it, it just goes back to one of the biggest things about, like, you know, getting a dog, like making a decision to get a dog out the window. You just see a dog, and you think that you wanted one, and you saw one. And you're, you're on your lunch break on Facebook, and Something clicks with you, and you're just like, push push everyone out of the way. I want that's my dog. I want that one. Even though you know you could be looking at like a ten year old fake picture, and just like, yeah, and you end up wearing some. Well, people fall in love with our dogs that way, and it happens. Yeah, Yeah. like the people for. uh, Yeah, we scam people all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy money. The people for Brown and Sir, where she's going, they um, when I got on the phone to talk to her them they said oh our little girl already calls her her dog i mean so they were already like way you know way in Mm -hmm. before we even i mean she is going to them and it's a great fit but but like you can you know like our page as an example you can go back you know years and years and years and see stuff if you're going to some random garage sale and so and so you know makes a post of this puppy for sale um run away just, just a but, run away. But that that <laughs> aspect as well, like with those garage sites, and the and that it's like, you know, I I've like bought stuff off of garage sites, or you see like a table or a couch or something like that, and it's like, man, I really like that table. It's like Baby. that's that's the one. I've been looking at tables for months, and it's like, I really like that style, and it's like you need to kind of move quick because mm-hmm. those posts go away. Yeah. Or somebody else swoops in and grabs it. Yeah, you're so, telling me that's so, like my so jam. you want to <laughs> you want to jump in. And, you know. But the difference is, is that you're going right then to go to look, go at, look said at said item. That table yeah. and you're going to need that chair that in an hour. They're Sometimes ad- they want a deposit. They're advertising puppies that aren't, aren't ready yet. So yeah. you put a deposit to hold it yeah. while we disappear. Well, or even, or even that picture of, of little Gus. They, they want a deposit for that dog. Well, I'm, I would come, if, if I wanted that, I would go pick it up right now, except I can't because he doesn't. You no, but you have, have to have put it. a deposit down first. Yeah, it's not so old enough. No, for you to come so down. I'm coming right now. So that nobody, no, so nobody else will beat you. That, see, that's what. It, yeah, see, there, it's, there, it's called scarcity. It, it, yeah, we're, we're we're beyond like the sales aspect, and now we're into like a bidding war. Yeah. No, you have to go with it's your gut on that stuff. It's yeah. the excitement. It's, it's both of those things are like really tough for, you know, making a big decision like you know wanting a dog. You know. Well, you know, spending three thousand dollars on a French bulldog puppy—that's certainly not the way you want to go. Yeah, I'm well, spending a hundred bucks on a like yeah. piece of furniture on Facebook Marketplace, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, what happened to Jen? <coughs> Jen has a—it was a friend from childhood. I mean, she hardly oh. even knows this person. Oh man. And she messages Jen out of the blue, like you know, several weeks ago, and says, "I bought this puppy." The friend, not Jen. The friend. I bought this puppy. She's on a uh, she's on a Facebook multi poo page. Just people like that's what they love. So they're you know yappy yappy yapping yapping, just talking about their multi poo pups. And this woman said she has these puppies for sale. Aren't they cute? They're adorable little fluffy things. And she wants one. So she goes, not to the lady's house. She meets her at a gas the, station. The lady offered to meet her at the house, and the, and the lady said, no, we'll just meet, like, halfway in between or something. So she gets it ha- she halfway. And when you hear that, folks, bye. Walk yeah. away. Yeah. So she gets the little pup, 
And then she calls Jim. It's supposed goes, to be like ten weeks like old or something. Wrong with this puppy because like it it doesn't eat like it can't eat or. So Jen says, "Does it have any teeth?" And she said, "No." That's why I don't eat because so it's four weeks old. Because it like needs milk. It's four weeks old because it needs its mama. Mm-hmm. So they just sell it because mm-hmm. that. Well, now it's getting annoying. They're all done with it. And the lady doesn't know how to take care of it. She doesn't know anything about it. So Jen, because Jen's who Jen is, takes it in. And finishes raising it, you know, gruel. With smuggler. (laughs) With smuggler. (laughs) And raises it up until it's eight weeks old and then takes it back to her. But that's what people are falling into. That's what what they're doing. Totally. I I saw there was a page. Oh, I think it was the page that Bet was on. It was like Fort Worth Free Pets. It's like like called that. Fort Worth Free Pets. I just look at that and shudder. I just like, what people are doing out there. It's like the dog fighting slave trade or something. Oh, my God. The free kittens, the free puppies, the... It's the psychopath playground. You know what I think when I see that? Because that's just Fort Worth, and it's a big page, and there's lots and lots of puppies and dogs and kittens and pigs and everything else on there. I just think it's like the small amount of rescuing that we do is such a grain of sand. It's just such a grain of sand on the beach. Oh, man, if we were just doing, like, that one page. It's a grain of sand on the 100-mile radius we live in. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. there's so many other pages. That one's far away. There's, like, 50 other pages before you even get over here geographically. You know, Uh, People who, who, because the people that are doing that, the people that are on that page and think it's okay to just throw these puppies up that you've got out yonder, as free pets. And hey, you know, being like the devil's advocate, at least these people are doing something. They, you know, they, they could be just throwing it out in the woods or taking it to the shelter or whatever. Do they do that obvi- next? Well, do obviously, they do that if nobody on free pets Yes. Them? Yes. But at least they're doing something. At I least... Thought, at le- at least how about you spay and neuter your dogs? Well, <clears throat> you know, I'm just... Once again, it's just like, man... You know, we, 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 we see, like, the cruelty of people who aren't willing to do a damn thing or, and just drop it off at the sh- or t- t- take, take, like, a breeding French Mastiff mama and then just drop it in Collin County as soon as, like, her pups are barely weaned, yeah. you know, yeah. and then just drop her off. You know, how, how many times have we seen something like that? Well, you know, and look like, at a dog like Luella, which I, I'll never get the image of that dog out of my head. It's like the image that I had of Marmalade on that chain in that picture in Craigslist in the mud. Just they're they're just sitting there on a chain, and there's Luella, she's a skeleton. She's just a, she's a skeleton, and it's cold, and it's cold, freezing. It's freezing, and she's mm. just there on the end of that chain. And I I I, I don't understand. I, we when we've talked about this before, the human element of looking at an animal in distress like that. Why does it? Why did? Why did they not feel the same way about it that I feel about it? What 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 happens there? I have an answer. You want to know what the answer is? I have an answer too. <clears throat> Go ahead, drive you first. <laughs> <clears throat> Unfortunately, when it comes to cases like that, it's that people don't know what they're doing, um, and so they put this dog on a chain as like you know. Obviously, they're not motivated to look into anything. Feeding her. Any, anything her. when it comes to taking care of a dog. So. Well, you're assuming there's malice, <clears throat> and there isn't necessarily. There, right. there is really malice, and and that's you know, 
It's 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 just the case. Nobody's like twisting their mustache, wishing that they can make this dog's life worse. I know. But when it does always it always turn into malice. I know, but it always it always starts small. I don't know <clears throat> what to do with this dog. I don't know how to deal with it. Maybe they try to deal with it, and then it's you know being a dog, and they're being dumb, and so it's not jiving. There's no communication. There's no respect. There's no boundaries. There's no routine at all. You know, and so okay on the chain and then it's on the chain it's like well it kind of works and then it doesn't but you know you you like slowly hate what's happening but then again you slowly get more and more used to what's happening i know but you're not feeding her and then you get more and more used to it well well, he was well he's feeding her but like feeding her at times (laughs) well and you uh, also have to remember where a lot of the dogs that we get that are emaciated (laughs) come from and they're coming from impoverished areas where the people don't have their basic needs yeah. met so, yeah, and so like, their their yeah. needs are going to come before an animal yeah. and that's just and, and and somebody was trying as clumsily and horribly as as it was but then once again the more they get used to neglecting and setting up the situation this horrible situation with this dog the more and more used to it they are um, until somebody like us comes in and goes like and looks at what we're seeing now in real time and be like he gads you're a monster. You're an absolute monster. <coughs> and hey, it's like it's like that dog. It's like with that Doberman on a chain who's a skeleton, it's like think about if if it was a different time in the year. If it was a different time in the year, you probably wouldn't see that dog. <coughs> the only reason why you saw that dog is because we're finally getting to the end of of, of trying to do anything. It's a skeleton. Well, now it's freezing outside. So at least rationally, any person looking in would be like, this dog's going to die out here. Unless well, she, I, she would unless, have died unless, that unless, unless we, Well, I mean, the thing... Unless, is, unless we do something. The thing but, about, if that, but that dog, if it were April, you would never see it. They would because just, she would just die? No, because, because it's people, not freezing because outside. Because it's not bad enough that people are like, oh, it's skinny and it's freezing. Yeah. Oh, now so you're saying... Okay, this dog is a little bit of a different case because it was new family members that moved onto the property. This is the story story story. presented that I never believed. Ricky said there were other dogs there, though. There was a Rottweiler there on a chain. That that wasn't a skeleton. He was just the new recruit. But they all, I mean, of course we don't know, but... The thing that gets repeated over and over again is just that there's no money in these situations. I mean, a lot of times people don't have the gas money to even drive the dog to us. It's not even, yeah, right. you know, so we, we just don't know. I get that. I get all of that. <clears throat> and I can I can put <laughs> myself in their position. <clears throat> I would and let the dog go. And there's go. no resources. I would let it go. Yeah, there's just, and there's no resources for them locally to turn to. There aren't. Mm. In a lot of these places, there aren't shelters. There's no one at the city to call. You know, we yeah, have we Collin County. Yeah, we, we have all these. We have more resources mm. here, so you're not going to come down to my house in Plano and see that on in my neighborhood. Right. We right. can't. We can't. Um, <clears throat> we don't get the same hopelessness in the situation that they have, where you know I don't have any money to. You know, my life is kind of a struggle already. I've got all these things happening. I can't afford to feed the dog. There's no services here, and you just kind of go because there was no, there's no one to call. Right. There's nowhere so to even yeah. if they wanted and, to. And and honestly, in that mindset, it's like 
you know, you're in that spot, you're in that rural place. There's no nothing for this dog. If they let it go, it's just gonna get eaten by coyotes. It's nicer so, than so, sitting there so, starving to so death. So in their mind, they're like, I'm keeping this dog safe. But we know what to do. That's that's you know what, what it is. No, that's I, what I, it I is. think so too, Trav. I, re- yeah. I really do because I've talked to a lot of these people on the phone, you know, about us, to, and you can tell they honestly do not have a clue of where to even begin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. just suggested a hey, you know, reach out to somebody us else can help you and see if they can give you some help. And uh, the majority of the time when we're dealing with someone on a property that's reaching out to us is they do care. They just don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I remember with Mork and Mindy. <clears throat> yes. Remember that situation? Yes. The little girl was crying <clears throat> when we were taking Mork from the side of the and road. And those people, it was a family. It's a man and a woman and a couple of little kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they cared about those dogs and he tried to feed them. They didn't have the money to feed them, but he would, f- they would feed them some things. Yeah. You know, he would try giving them some of their bread. Mm-hmm. And this is Mork. I mean, yeah. To Huge. be hungry. Right. Huge. Yeah, you exactly. got the quantity you'd have to feed those dogs just to, in, to sustain Just to maintain them. their weight yeah. would be something they could never afford. <clears throat> but they, they, but they felt terrible, mm-hmm. and they followed his story. They just didn't know what to do. Did yeah. not know what to do. They weren't on a chain. They were roaming. Yeah. And they just parked themselves in their front yard because they would give them some bread sometimes whenever they had yeah. the ability to share some of their food. Ugh, the ear on that dog is still just like the worst smell ever. The stomach contents that came for some reason they came in the envelope back from. Oh, Wes made a bad mistake. Yeah, and it was, it was open. Wasn't it like pepperoncinis and like one of those plastic to go? It was like, jalapeno. It was just, uh, just trash. Package just like, ketchup, and, like hot sauce package. Like, yeah. Jack in the box. Trash Jack in the box. Ketchup packets. <clears throat> but I think there was like pepperoncinis in one of those little plastic, those little clear solo cups yeah. with the lid. Anyway, I a lot you of know, he's, he's, just, he's a, a starving dog, and these are. These were all the things that ended up in his stomach contents. Yeah. And Wes picks them up from the from the vet, and the vet knows that we want all this I gross. Want all oh yeah, we want great. all this gross yeah. stuff. But for doesn't know that Wes doesn't want those. And gross things. somehow it didn't click for Wes, and he opens the bag. Don't open the bag, Wes. <laughs> <And laughs> Don't open the bag. the bag. Like when she sends us <laughs> the rotten teeth that she yeah. pulls. Yes. Well, that Denali, that Doberman, he he threw up that one morning, and yeah, I saw his, that. He had a solo cup too. Did he? Mm-hmm. Yep. It looked like it had like creamer or something in it. Maybe sour cream or something. <laughs> like a little one? <clears throat> a little clear one. Oh, like a like a coffee creamer. Yeah. yeah. A little solo. Not like a solo cup. No, little, no, no, like the cl- like the clear one that you would get, you know, to go salad dressing in or something, you know. That's like it's like this big. Like you okay. get Parmesan cheese in with pizza. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Something like that. He had some of that in there. He had a lot of trash bags. A lot of trash bags yeah. cuz you know they're trying to eat the trash. And they're tearing the, the trash bag. bags have taste and they into end up them. swallowing the bag too. Yeah. Because, you know, they're just trying to get anything that might be something. It just makes me feel mm-hmm. bad for these areas at, specifically in Texas that just have no resources. No resources for people, no resources for dogs. It's a hopeless situation. Yeah. And and overrun with dogs. Right. Overrun. Yeah. Which is why the you know, the free pets on the Fort Worth Facebook page is just inundated. It's just inundated. Once again, like it's as gross as something like that is, it's almost like at least someone's doing something, man. Because they could just be letting them loose on the highway. You know, how many times have we seen that too? It's like at least maybe somebody, (laughs) even though as gross as this is, you know, somebody who can't afford another dog can at least 
give another dog like a home for like a minute. It's just no. All I think uh, of when I see that stuff or I don't see it, I just hear about it because I won't look at it, and I can't not think about it. Is I'm a dog fighter. I need little dogs for my dog to kill. Yeah. That's where I'm gonna go. Yeah, that to yeah. me, that's like the, the psychopath playground. <clears throat> of the, the dog fighting. It's uh, an endless supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly is an endless supply. Well, I, know, I, I, just, I know that's out there. I just don't know how how prevalent it is, but. It's, I don't either. It's, dog it's, fighting. I'm hoping it's not prevalent, but it's, I, just, it's, I think I'm just trying to push that out of my head. It's yeah. it's it's no it's, it's, it's definitely that. out there, but it's not like you know. I wouldn't say it's like everywhere, but like I don't know. Well, I just look at Bet's puppies that we have. You know, Bet was the pit bull that was shot three times, and then we got her. Was it five puppies mm-hmm. um, that are at Millie's, and no. T- no telling what kind of life those dogs would have had had their mom not been shot because then they never would have wound up in the rescue. Mm -hmm. Well, I get so excited because all of her puppies have a home and they're all leaving this next weekend. And this is like the best story ever. I just love this. So there was a village member who was flying out of DFW airport and they had on their dog ranch rescue t-shirt. And so the flight attendant says, Hey, you know, what, what is this? And so she pulls the Facebook page open and <laughs> there's the story and there's the puppies. And this lady, you know, sees one of the puppies and she's like, starts texting her husband. Can we get this puppy? Can we get this puppy? Well, they all live up in the Boston, in Boston. And he said, well, we'll think about it. We'll think. By the time she got home on their refrigerator, he had put the picture of the puppy up there <laughs> And so she immediately applied, and she said, and two of the other flight attendants are going to be applying for the puppies. So three of them are all going up to Boston, and they're going to be friends for life. (laughs) Wicked awesome. (laughs) Wicked awesome pups. And and they have these fabulous homes. I mean, Mm. like jackpot homes that they're getting. The other two puppies did as well, but I just thought it was great that, you know, these women already have their tickets booked they're all flying in together and you know good times these little pit mix are making it out of texas we're gonna be brothers forever <laughs> they're gonna have play dates and so they're you know i love a happy ending. where are the other two going are they going out of state or are they going in- um one is staying here locally and i can't remember the other city off the top of my head and then they'll be trying to place her, yeah. the mama. And no, and there's just no interest in, Terrible. The, yeah. in her. Mm. Not shocked. But we knew that when we took her. That That's the way it goes. I will write a post about her, and I will express that for people to... Mm. Um, you know, it's important for us to know who she is. And she's, you know, she's at Millie's house, and she's with Millie's dogs. Yes. And Millie has small dogs. She and has, she's, she's been doing well with her Frenchies. Right. But she's interested in the donkeys. And the cat. And the cat. So, and and Millie said when she sees something over there by that fence, she wants to dig it out. She wants to dig out and go get it. Because this is that's that's what she's what's been, been ingrained in her mind. Ingrained in her, yeah. <coughs> so, you know, we'll have to find it. it, it, it no it, farms for her. It takes a dog like her that's already in a very niche market. Yeah. Because, a because of the breed that she is. And, and the baggage that that breed comes with. And then we move her into a smaller niche market where you can't have guinea pigs or cats or anything like that. 
and even to a smaller niche market where you need like a block wall. Yeah. Because she, she yeah. can't get under it, can't dig it out. And when, when she's happy, it's not like she's out there searching to get loose. Well, it reminds mm-hmm. me of Sister. The Bordeaux yeah. that we had. Yeah. Remember, she belonged. She would hop to, the fence all the time. She, well, she she it was in Oklahoma, I think. Yeah. Belonged to that man and the woman, and there was two Bordeaux, and she would jump the fence. It was only a four foot fence. The lady would leave them outside while she was while at she work. she went to work, mm-hmm. leave them outside, and sister would be bored, and her mom left, so she would jump the fence, and the guy down the street said he's going to shoot her. You better do something with your dog, because I'm going to shoot her. So the lady reluctantly gave up sister, and we took her to the ranch, and she actually pulled her down from the, the, the cedar fence because she was trying to go over it mm-hmm. the first day she was there. And that's, you know, a little over six-foot fence. With nothing for a step, she, she got that high, and that's a Bordeaux. They're not that athletic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because she hadn't bonded with us, right? right. you know, which is what she was doing in her yard because her mom's leaving her. There's nothing keeping her there. So there's nothing keeping her there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have that with clients who drop their dogs off that yep. we know we have to keep a close eye on this dog until we can or bond we have to, with like, them. Or yeah, it's first day. I, we, you know, we call it, we're going to be friends. We're going to be friends <laughs> so that they love us because and we... And then they want to mm-hmm. stay. And then they want to stay. We don't want them to have a reason to jump to jump out to the parking lot where you last saw well, your mama. All you, all you need to do is just spend some time on leash with that dog, calm everything down, have a conversation with that dog on leash, and just be like, hey, this is me. Everything's yep, we're going to be friends. Here, here's me petting you. We're hanging out. I'm going to walk you over here. I'll walk you over there. Here's all the things going on, all the things in this space. You don't have any reason to leave. And we did that with sister, and she but never attempted to never again. The never again. So we brought a Doberman in, walked him into the ranch. Oh, I remember that. And he jumped the <clears> fence. <throat> the, this is a rescue dog. Yeah. He jumped straight over the fence from the ground. Was it Samson? Did it two times. Was it Samson of Samson and Delilah? I can't remember which one it was. I, I can't remember a Doberman hopping our fence. I think it was Samson. I remember. I remember at the sanctuary a video of a Doberman jumping really high. It was Samson, because remember we had him at the sanctuary and he would completely panic in that in yeah. that den and he's going to climb out of it. Wes had to foster him. He had to foster him oh, and, right. and crate train him, like in the middle of his family room. Like, dude, <laughs> you're going to chill right here. And he get hit, and he he did come out of that. But if you remember the photos of the yard that that dog came from, yeah, the story of the, those two dogs, it's a shanty. They're out there in a shanty, and Delilah's dead babies are laying out there in the dirt. Oh, remember, yeah. she like gave birth to them. Yeah. There's dead Doberman puppies in the yard. <clears throat> yeah, and and S- Samson, it's a. It's like makeshift of here's a fence and here's some cinder blocks. I remember seeing pictures of that. And here's some pieces of board. I'll put it in the podcast. Yeah. And and so when he got out of that and got a little affection, he wants to have it. You know, he he doesn't doesn't know what he's a Doberman on top of that. Once he had that, he never tried to jump the fence again. Right. But I remember he literally went in the ranch door, went to the fence, jumped it, and was gone. It was that fast. Yeah. I mean, not gone, gone. He. Got him back, but yeah. Not many dogs just come straight in and no. But you know, I was up at the sanctuary this afternoon, and we had a camp chair, and it was kind of close to the fence, and 
Badlands. <laughs> I saw your picture. Jumps up on the chair, and then all of a sudden, I saw his head go up like that, and I thought, "Dude, I know what you're thinking." And I, I said that, and it was at that moment that I pulled the chair away from the fence. I saw that vi- dog's athletic. I too. saw videos. That I think one of the vo- vo- Carol posted on the volunteer page of her playing ball with him. Yeah. And I saw her throw it up in the air, and I saw him leap up into the mm-hmm. air and get that. That dog's a frisbee dog. Yeah, well, I was, play, I was playing with a toy with him, throwing that for him, mm-hmm. get him to, you know, yeah. run around and yeah, yeah. And Emma, Emma sent some videos of him, and I go, that dog needs to belong to a runner because yeah. I mean, he's just an athlete. That's just what he is. He's solid he's muscle. Got, he's got energy, and he that's what he just he needs somebody to. Well, burn. he just he did that nose and went. Not yeah. that. <laughs> you having bad thoughts and that's it right there correction hey yeah, redirect yeah, yeah, hey yeah, look yeah, at me yeah. let's do something else over hey, here hey, over okay. here and move the chair yeah, yeah and move that chair yeah move that chair <clears throat> lordy dogs jumping Cute baby. i like that update that uh amy sent on roscoe it's so sweet last night <laughs> and he's, gra- a little, he's a little Houdini too. But he's Grandma's accepting him, so well, Grandma's come a long way. Grandma's doing really good. I mean, I think since we just found a home for Storm, we got to focus on Grandma because there's somebody out there for Grandma. She's a good little girl, you know. A dog like I mean, that dog was so multifaceted on the difficulties of trying to place her. The the, the best thing that she's got going for her is that she's a Frenchie. I mean, yeah. she's not she's not a you know a shepherd mix or a pit yeah. mix or. Something like that. But and she, she's cute. She's very cute. And she loves kids. <clears throat> she's old, isn't she? Like yeah, 14? she's supposed to be like 13. Way old, yeah. She doesn't look it. That's why her name's Grandma. She's Amy, Amy has videos of her running around with the other dogs in the yard, but, you know, she gets along with... I think Amy's just so dialed into her yeah. and, and what she That's needs. what it takes. Yeah. Well, Amy's done a fantastic job with her. She yeah. had the patience. She took it slow. She, yeah. She's just done a fantastic job. And has continued to foster and bring in new dogs to challenge Grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that the age of that dog would not be a deterrent to me if I was adopting a dog. I'd, I would gladly take an old lady and just love it for as long as would well, be like Peggy. Got, you know? I oh, love Peggy. Oh, my old Peggy. She was laying down here, but she got a point there. Peggy. Yeah, but we're experienced. <laughs> I'm the same way. It's like just give me an old dog, and I'll just I'll just do the best I can, and just give give it as much time as I can. Because I'm not I'm not the public. I I, I don't want a puppy. Well, Yellowstone that's down there. I love that dog all oh, day yeah. long. That dog is gold. He's when so he, as soon sweet. As he, when he walked in the door, he yep. was gold. I could not yep. love that dog more. No. And he everybody feels the same he way about so him. He is so good. Like when you take him out of his den and take him into the yard, like most dogs. Or a lot of the dogs don't want to just go right back in their den. He's such a gentleman that he goes right in his den and gets on his bed and lays. I mean, perfect gentleman. Yeah. I told him, I said, I want to take you home. That dog's a very good man. He should be mine. He's a very good man. But, you know, he's got this really sweet girl. I loved her. I visited with her. And, you know, we kind of talked over everything. And, um. She just really has a heart for senior dogs, mm-hmm. and we sent her some video of him, and she said it made her cry. No, yeah. oh. so then that makes me cry because yeah. I love it when they get a good home like that. I think he, this group of dogs that we brought in, he was one of the first ones to get in it because I couldn't exude in a post enough how fantastic this dog yeah. is. Winner, yeah, well, winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what he is. Em, em and I were talking today, <laughs> and he was on the our original list. You know, we had a list of dogs we were interested in. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, 
when y'all went in there, was he one of the first ones you picked or one of the last? You know, where what? And she said he was in one of the first rows that y'all went down. Well, I don't remember. Don't ask me. But then I was curious because I always want to know, like, what is the dog's story? What happened to you, dude? Yeah. How did you wind up in here? Because he's not a wily street dog. Mm-hmm. Somebody loved him. And so. Yeah, he lived in somebody's house because he'll sit for you and he knows yeah. shake and stuff. And so and, my mm-hmm. thoughts are a couple things. One, was it a senior citizen who owned him? And they died or in a nursing home. Did he have a family who loved him? And now he's old, so I take you to the shelter and I get a puppy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what happened to you? So then I told <clears throat> him, I said, let me look at his paperwork. I just want to see if, if they give says. any information on. And it was just stray at large. Yeah. And I would have loved to have known, like, okay, what were the cross streets? Where was he picked up? Because then that would tell me something. But, you know, if I, I would love it if he had been able to tell, tell me. you. <laughs> You know, I always look through the paperwork like that too. Of you know, are you an owner surrender? And some of them, they're, they're it baffles me because they're a really nice dog and they're an owner surrender. But then you go into, you know, what is this family facing? What are they? You know, yeah. well, and we've seen that a lot. Like we'll get emails. You know, can you help with my dog? Mm. I've lost my home. I've lost my job. Yeah, and then who wants to take a senior dog a lot of times no no one does and so then the dog winds up in the shelter because there's no alternative yeah. right so not everybody has family members who will take your dog when you no but it's something i always talk to people about like if they're adopting like what what is your plan what is your fallback and especially now that we kind of went through covid and lots of people had family members hospitalized mm-hmm. you know i always want to know what sh- what would happen if you were incapacitated? How would, you know... Who who could step in? Yeah, who could help with your animals? Yeah. I mean, y'all face it here, and y'all just play dog Jenga with each <laughs> other's dogs. I got Bessie. Sorry. <laughs> they used to fight over Moo. Now they just fight over Bessie. No, Bessie. it wasn't a fight. Like, it was my, Moo was Moo was his. <laughs> There's no discussion. There's no Peggy. dialogue. But, uh-uh. She's my old Peggy. She just came back upstairs. It's funny she was that even Steve think, thinks that he has like any type of claim on Bessie. Everyone, <laughs> I mean, I'll kill you in cold everyone blood. Everyone sitting <laughs> at the table knows that I'm getting Bessie and you're motherfucking not. So well, Bessie's listen, mine. I start getting these photos the other night. And I'm like looking and Bessie's got on a collar and she's like going to a party yeah. and I'm thinking oh, see man, Bessie's, got- Bessie's already in with my whole friend circle so <laughs> Go ahead and she, tell went how that to, went. she went to a cocktail party mm-hmm. Bessie did you want me to tell the party story yes it, was, it wasn't a cocktail well, party I mean a birthday party it was a party. birthday party it was a pasta party oh pasta party but it was Jonathan's birthday right mm-hmm. I've never heard of a pasta party in my so life. Travis tells me he tells me like five days ahead of time you know, I have to go going to Jonathan's party on Saturday. So it I'm was take, a week. Plenty I'm of notice. Take, I'm going to take Bessie. I don't know Plenty of I'm notice to retain taking, my visitation rights. I'm not taking Bessie. He wasn't asking. You, he was telling you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just giving you notice. So he just keeps yeah. saying. Per my attorney. He just, keeps, he just keeps saying. He goes, and I need some cookies, too. I need you to, to make some yeah, cookies. Make some cookies yeah. and give me my Bessie. And, you, and I'm taking Bessie. And I'm like, you're not taking Bessie. He goes, I'm taking, I'm taking Bessie. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. So you Fortune know, favors the bold. <laughs> it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. No, I didn't ask permission or forgiveness. I just I, I'm so com- then he no tells me I'm coming, no I'm coming for Bessie on this day. I need her to be bathed. I need her to have a little sweater on. Mm-hmm. And I need her a bow collar to match. Yeah, that's important too. I need it to match. She's got to look. You did it because you she spoil did. him. She did do you it. Spoil him. <laughs> so he comes and takes my dog, my Bessie. Let's go. 
She was wanted she, to go. Was she sad about going? No. So then Jonathan <laughs> sent texting me pictures of. Or was, are you so? Are you sending? No, Jonathan, Jonathan sends me sent a text. text. That yeah, says, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I should just read it. Thanks yeah, for no, the message. No, because I like the part where you ask about what meds is she on, whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> The, the first text was his idea. The second text was my idea. <laughs> he says, best birthday gift ever. <laughs> so, how much do you feed her each day? Medication regimen? Is she up on her shots? <laughs> and I texted him and I said, I'll be right there to pick her up. <laughs> he said, yeah, next time we need, we need her boarded. <laughs> oh, Bessie. So, I specifically give Travis details on how to return my Bessie Pearl. Mm-hmm. Because he's gonna come back later than he's gonna you're come going back to later than I'm gonna I'm gonna be asleep. So I mean, people have seen my yard, but I have a you know a gate at my driveway. That I said I will leave the dog door open, so just slip her in the gate and she'll come right into the house. Specifically, I give him specific instructions to what to do. Could not have been more clear. Could mm. not have been more clear. Mm. So I waited up as long as I in could. In writing, as I recall. No Bessie. In writing. No Bessie. I mean, we still have it probably. Yeah. You, have, you have the text from him on So that? I finally, I fall asleep. I wake up at three in the morning. See, I, was like, it was, I wouldn't fall asleep if I was missing my baby. But and whatever. I've got no Bessie. <laughs> it was like four in the morning. I saw the timestamp. No, it was like 3.30 like because 3:30. I was awake. <clears throat> when so she I, texted, it was like 3.30. So 3:30. I texted in the group. Um, I have no Bessie? dog. My dog is not here. I don't know where you are. That's all what she said, but the tone of it was much more angry. No, I think it was. I think it was just like I thought. I have no Bessie. Just as I suspected. <laughs> because I knew I couldn't count on him to return my dog the way I told him to Same. return my dog. Because anything mm. with Trav after two a.m. Exactly. Oh, we've been down that road. Terrible business. <laughs> it's not that. It's just that your instructions weren't adequate enough to provide the proper safety so for my dog. So let me just say dog. what happens. What happens? No. So at three thirty, she sends that text. I don't she know if I to be awake. I don't know if I was awakened by that. Even though my phone doesn't ding, it just buzzed. But I They're have like to wake up mentally to, connected to pee like. <laughs> and looked at it. So now Mom I'm raging, so I just her back and like, you know, holy crap! Because she doesn't know. Is did he crash on the way home? Is he in a ditch? Is, is Bessie in the woods? Is Bessie in the woods? Are they? You know, the, nothing are they, like this has ever happened. Because so. this is this is the the, the mind of paranoia. This is the Saturday when we still had ice, kind of icy yeah. roads. Yeah. So they could be down in they the ditch. They could be in a ditch yeah. with my Bessie. I'm could in be a in a ditch so, with my so Bessie. So now neither of, of us can sleep. Exactly. So I text Jonathan, like, Answer me. I don't care. Hey. I don't care what time it is. <laughs> Travis is not home, and neither is my Bessie. <laughs> so I get up, and I go out and look in the family room, because I have dog beds out there, and she's not out there. And I'm thinking... I'm, I'm thinking, like, we're going to have to get up and go drive to Jonathan's and find or drive, a path. drive the road on the way to Jonathan's yeah. and see. And see, you know, I'm thinking Trav's crashed and, you know, and they're hurt. Or I've Trav's crashed, crashed and the window's open and Bessie's out in, you know, in the woods. And it's freezing outside. I'm cold! Uh, she got no piggy PJs. So then I go searching for her in the house. And where is she? She's on the back porch in front of the washer With and no dryer. bed. With no bed, just like curled up on a rug. It sucks. Because he decided that he didn't like the idea of putting her in the gate. He's going to put her in the back door inside the house instead. Not realizing that I don't know that she's there. How do I know that she's there? 
Because if you had put her in the backyard, she would have come in the dog door. I would have heard her and I would have known that she was there. She would have climbed okay. into your bed. And Are you done your with bed. your side of the story and I can tell mine? <laughs> so this is Bessie and she's this mine. Is, this is Bessie. <laughs> oh, add to that that you could call Trav in the middle of the night, but he would never... Never respond, answer, open it. He nothing. didn't respond to the text. No, especially if he knows you're mad. He didn't even respond to it when he was awake the next oh, day. Oh, when he's awake the next day, he's never going to respond to it. <laughs> Guaranteed. I would have answered. You so, would not have. Yeah, I would have. Uh, it was too late. I went to bed at 2.30. You texted at like 3.15. So. <laughs> if only you had awakened sooner and found yeah. that. And I found that I don't have started Bessie. looking for your Bessie sooner. So anyway, me and Bessie decided to go to a party. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's my Bessie. Um, she had a great time. I have lots of pictures of her sleeping with other dogs. People being, kissing her. And being kissed on by multiple people and her smelling yeah, meatballs nice. and seeing all the different pastas and just socializing and have the best time of her life. Because here she's just cooped up all day. Better time than you could have ever she's shown her. Yeah. Up all day. She, knows, she doesn't even have an outlet. So. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, um, had a great time. I came home at 12.15. Bessie was home at 12.20. I know that because my friends always text me, and I always text them back when I make it home. And then they text me again He didn't bother to text you, though. I told him to call me when he was home. So he didn't do that either. He didn't do that. Is he going to bite me, Bessie? (laughs) They texted me again after I told them I was safe, and they said, what about Bessie? And I said, don't worry. Bessie is in her house with the door closed, the garage closed behind her, uh-huh. lights off. She's That's a true statement. by the washing machine because she's a big I'm going, in her house I'm going with the door to closed. get to that part. Okay. Your haphazard instructions were not adequate for the, proper, for the proper care of my Bessie. You wanted me to drop her off in a crude, dark side yard. It's all absolutely ice cold, frozen, and half snowed and mud. The light you wanted me to automatically you ask the gate. You asked me to drop her in the backyard and said she'll come right in. Yes, she would have. And so I'm supposed to just drop her in a side yard with ice and snow at like 20 degrees. And I have no way to shine a light over there to make sure that she does. You could walk down the fence line the, a little the, bit the, and she, watch her walk oh, in yeah. the dog And door. then I'll just erupt like your entire pack of 14 dogs that I'm sure you would just complain. That would have been good because then you would have woken me up and I would have known Bessie You would have just complained about that. So, no, I want safety and security for my Bessie. I'm safe. <laughs> and so I said, no, I'm going to do the code of the garage. I'm going to go inside the garage, into the house, into the laundry room. Where it's warm and safe. And where it's warm and safe for my Bessie. And on top of that, I'm going to take off her sweater and her bow because she was kind of hot on the way home. And I'm mindful of my children. <laughs> She's a little toasty, a little panty. So I took all that off. I set it on top of the freezer. I quietly slipped her in the back door. Double checked the door to make sure it's secured. Waited till the garage door to close. And knew that she was secured in her home. Uh-huh. But didn't bother to text you any of that. No. <clears throat> I was busy. Accomplished. Bessie's I was, safe. I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> and if I text her, she would be like, you want me at? No, she would not yeah. have. <laughs> See, but anyway. And you stayed up to like 1230. You yeah. were probably awake still. And you complaining about Bessie sleeping in the laundry room. Well, you know what that tells me? She hates your house. <laughs> And she hates that I had to abandon her in your house of cruelty and coldness. No, 
No, she couldn't and believe she was, that you left her And like she that. was waiting for me to come back and get her. That's probably true, actually. She lives here all the time. Yeah. Does she not know where your bedroom is? The door was closed, Travis. I told to you To your that. bedroom? Yes. Why? I told you that. Her bedroom door is always if closed. you would have looked at what I texted you. And on you, top of that, okay. I'm going to pull that text out. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Because you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Bessie, oh, Bessie always sleeps in your living room anyway. You know what? Nine times she out of ten, nine times out of ten, when I come over to your house and you don't know I'm coming, there's only one dog that's not in your bedroom, and it's Bessie. It's Bessie. I don't want to be in there. <laughs> Bessie, it's a Bessie girl. Let <laughs> people so hilarious. Bessie, she hates you. She's never going with you again. No, we're actually You've next. Lost all ne- well, he's not going to ask. It's I got a thing next week. No, <laughs> me and Bessie are going. We'll just smuggle her away. Like you just have to take sweeps. Sorry, she bites people. <laughs> <laughs> Bessie had a great time. Everybody loves Bessie. What's not to love? I need Bessie party pics. Seriously. That's what I need. There are Bessie party pics. I know. They give them to me. Them. They sent them to me. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. And Bessie was exhausted for two days after that. Oh no. She was. She slept all day for two straight days. You should have taken her to the vet. She was hungover. You <laughs> should have called the vet and be like, "My dog was kissed too much." There's something wrong with her. <laughs> Bessie. Oh, Bessie. She had plenty of naps. So I want to talk about IBD. That sounds fun. Let's yeah, go from I Bessie to... Mm. So... <clears throat> well, and, and say what IBD, because we just know what that is. But some Oh, people... irritable bowel disease. Um, you know, we've had a few rescues with that. Over the years. Over the years. The uh, And they almost always involve a prolapse. A prolapse. Because rectum. the IBD is chronic. And they get diarrhea and they strain and they strain and they strain and they push their butt out. It's not good. It's terrible business, as Laura would say. The first one that we had with that was Trinket. Yes. She's going to snort into your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm doing this and like I hear a snort, like it, I'm the audio, I have to cut to whoever's holding Bessie. Like no matter if they're, if they're talking or not, it doesn't matter. Like, what's that snorting? Oh, it's Bessie. It's Bessie. What are you doing, Bessie? So anyway, when we had Trinket, she prolapsed her rectum and she just had chronic diarrhea and it was terrible. We ended up having to do the colopexy and... Which well, is? Well, explain what these things are. They ta- okay, the t- they tack the... Um, they take the tack the bowel to the stomach, stomach wall, stomach so, wall so that it can't push back out again. We've we've had to do those a few times. Is that called purse strings or is that something else? No, purse, no, strings, purse strings actually is from the outside. Trinket s- had purse strings though. Yeah, but she yes. pushed them out. Yeah, I know I had her. I most of them have, most, most of them have to have purse strings for a while. It's, it's a temporary solution. Yeah, I know, but <clears throat> <clears throat> um. Anyway. In order to diagnose that, we have to scope them and usually take some biopsies of Matthew. Because I'm her mother. <laughs> oh, Bessie. Oh, Bess. What do you do to you, Bessie? Best time of her life. And fun, mama! Bessie! <laughs> anyway, what I'm getting to is they always prescribe the prescription diets and the hydrolyzed protein and the this and the that and the you know how much i hate prescription diets i mean i just i just hate them so <clears throat> and they've never worked with the dogs the rescue dogs that we know they have not worked we we always do everything that's recommended yeah 
Because if it works, that's fine. Right. Go ahead and eat that crap food. At least you're not pooping your butt out, you yeah. know. I hate when you poop your butt out. It's not a good thing. So with Trinket, we could not solve it. We just couldn't. And I said, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to put this dog on a raw diet because I know that a raw diet makes very small stools and makes firm, solid stools because there's no waste. So it's not like crap kibble dog food that's filled with waste. Well, they, they poop like way less often, too. They poop less often. It's smaller. It's formed. <clears throat> And so, by and by smaller we mean like smaller diameter. So that's everything gonna, about it is smaller. It's going to be the, helpful the, to a dog who's pooping their rectum. The volume, out. the right. frequency, the yes, yeah. everything better. So I took Trinket home. I fostered her myself. I said I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see if I can't solve this myself. And I put her on a raw diet and I added a little pumpkin to it. And within probably a week, I had normal poops out of that dog. And they consistently stayed normal with her on a raw diet. We adopted her out to a lady in Arkansas or Oklahoma, I think. And she continued her on a raw diet. And that dog has never had an issue again. Because I, I always, well, the ones that we have that, I say, please follow up with us and tell us, you know, what's going on. And, you know, she just never had another issue again. And I fast forward to Roscoe. Storm. 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 We have Storm. We had Storm, and I and I have an update on where he's at this afternoon too. So Storm wasn't. He's an interesting because you know he's he was a mill dog, and he wasn't skinny, and he didn't have IBS when he was a mill dog, but he got rescued, and there's a lot of stress involved with that, and he's dog aggressive, and he's at Trisha's house, and he wants to bite the other dogs, and he's and he's in a crate, and he wants to fence fight through there, and a lot of times. Stress will trigger an IBD flare, right? In people and in dogs. And he was super dog aggressive. So to have him in a crate where he could see other dogs, he's just going to be in that heightened, yes, adrenaline state constantly, right. constantly, constantly. So he he started having chronic diarrhea and he's losing weight. And Trish was worried. Took him to see Doctor McHandsom. He ran every test on him, and you know he, he doesn't couldn't find anything wrong with him because you can't. I mean. In order to diagnose IBD, you have to do a scope, have to scope. with the biopsy right. of the intestine and, and figure it out that way. So a blood panel or all the other diagnostics that you can run it's are gonna not going to identify it. Right. So from the outside, they always end up, well, let's <clears> give him a little trazodone to calm him down. Let's give him a little metronidazole to try to firm his stools. Let's put him on a prescription diet. Those are those the, the, the well, needs. I mean, you start, there's mm -hmm. a path. Yeah. And you follow the path. Until you get to the end, and the end is the, the scope. Yeah. And that's how we found out what it was. So we finally sent him down here and sent him off to Dr. Rolf, Dr. Bronstadt, because by this time, this dog is... Well, we had to really escalate, so we, had to, so we start with our regular veterinarians, and they run all of their battery of tests, and we try to determine what it is. And then when that doesn't work, then we have to escalate to our specialty team at Animal Diagnostic Clinic for them to do, right. you know... Further. And in the meantime, we have him at the ranch isolated because he can't be with other dogs. So that's stressful. You know, they're not happy in that setting. And he's he's at least 15 pounds underweight. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like a, a little he's carcass. He's just a little skeleton. I think he weighed 15 pounds. Yeah. 
because he probably should weigh 30. I think that's the skinniest French bulldog I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he Very was just skinny. a little carcass. No, we've seen, I've seen way skinnier than him. So he's on, mm. you know, he's on the hydrolyzed protein. He's on the purine. The, I mean, there's... Bleh, with prescription diets, you know? That's just the way I feel about him. And nothing helps. Nothing's helping. He's just still squirting diarrhea. He never... He didn't prolapse, but he's got diarrhea, constant diarrhea. So, you know, what are we going to do? He didn't want to eat that food all the time. Half the time he wouldn't well, eat it Well, then he's going to vomit. He's yeah. going to vomit, too. So it's not staying I, down they can anyway. vomit with IVD, and they can have diarrhea. It's just, it's just this chronic mess. So I said, forget it. I'm putting this dog on a raw diet. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not, I'm not even consulting. I'm not consulting with them. Well, because we've already done what they suggested, and it's not working. And they don't like raw diets. They don't like them because they just don't like they, them. They, the veterinarians. The veterinarians, yes. So and not all of them, but I'm just saying that's not there to go to. The it's vast not a raw majority. diet, right? So I don't care. I just said, you know, whatever they're doing doesn't work. So I'm going to a raw diet. And he was on that. He was on that prescription diet for like two weeks. Right. And he's already skinny. And so you know, this dog is in our care. Yeah. And it's like. And he's like dying. You know, yeah. th- and we've we've already you know these are the only options provided to us is like these different types of sure there's a canned one there's a dry one there's right. like a but i'm sorry man if it doesn't work or even work consistently then like what the hell else am i supposed to do well i'm not gonna lose this dog and I, not- and, and, and honestly it's like yeah we're like we, we we like raw food so we have a bias there but even if somebody else took this on it's like what are you gonna do like do a, a chicken and rice would that work and it's not a bad idea but you it's know, not a complete diet it's not a yeah yeah. It's not a complete diet. So, a chicken and rice diet is a knee-jerk diet for a dog who has diarrhea and you're just trying to yeah. get them over it. Yeah. That's not what we have. We have a chronic, chronic situation. Yeah. And we need a long-term solution to it. So I started implementing a raw diet to him. He's, he's on his prescription dry. Add a little spoonful of raw. Next meal, add a little spoonful of raw. He liked the what's raw. What's he going to do? Give him diarrhea? <laughs> I mean, what's yeah. You know? Worst case scenario. So we quickly escalated him to raw food only. He loved it. I mean, he wanted to eat it. I was Don't there. put any I pumpkin was, in I, there, though. I was there. Yeah, it was me and Jess. Yeah. So we just, like, make his little dry bowl that he's always used to and then just put, like, a, a scoop of raw in there. Just like a... Didn't even mix it, just like a dollop on top. Half and half. Well, because we offered him the dry first. Of course, he does what he always does, like looks at it like it's a bowl of rocks. Mm-hmm. Put the dollop of raw on there, and he's like, ooh, ooh, and just like crushes it. Yeah. It's like, okay, so a little more. And then we try to mix it, because it's like you don't want to go cold turkey. Right. You want a little more dry in there, too. Mix it, really like a little bit of it, and like not so much. And then we're like, okay, well, let's... He ate some of it, so Jess is like, we'll try some pumpkin in there. Put some pumpkin in there, and he looks at it like... Yeah, yeah. he doesn't want that walks pumpkin. walks off. Because right. I wanted it to but, I, but I would give it, if I licked, let him lick the spoon with the raw on it, he wants that. So he just doesn't want the pumpkin. He doesn't yeah. want the pumpkin. Because I wanted to put a little fiber in there, so yeah. I would tell everybody to add a little... He doesn't spoon. want it. He's, He's not, not doing I'm, it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so no matter which way you put that pumpkin in there... He is not. No, I don't want it. <laughs> Get it out of here. He's one of those I don't like pumpkin pie type dudes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whatever. Pumpkin pie is amazing. So we knew we had this home for him in Florida. And that was like right before the storm was going to hit. Remember? Yeah. The storm. For it was storm. on the Monday and the storm was coming like Wednesday night. Right. So, you know, it's it's iffy for Ricky to drive and come back. 
that's that's what the challenge was because we had decided it would be best for us to dri- drive him. We're you know we're still transitioning. I'm still worried about him shooting diarrhea and rash. Right. And but we the, don't want to like stress him to trigger right. an IBD flare. Right. Right. But the day before he was sp- supposed to leave, he had a semi-solid poop, and we're all like, "Yay!" And I'm like, "All <laughs> that's right." That's the first of that we've right. seen. So that was like at like trinket. It was like six days of raw. That we're starting to see, oh, we might get a little formed poop here. So everybody's like, nope, we're just going to put it off because of the storm. We're just going to push it off for a week. And I'm like, we're putting Storm on a plane. Putting him on a plane. Book a ticket. Poor Ricky. Putting him on a plane. You know, I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking I'll put a diaper on this dog. And if he poops in his diaper, you know what? It's no different than a baby on a plane that's pooped his diaper. It's three hours. Nobody's going to die in three hours. Poop in the diaper. Deal That's what it. we're doing. Poop in the diaper. <clears throat> As opposed to a 10-hour car ride where Ricky's driving with this dog. And, does and he, you've got to like try to clean, and him, clean him up. Diarrhea, Several poops and, in a diaper. Know. And yeah, poor Ricky. So Because always poor Ricky. <laughs> everybody's like, no, I don't think flying is a good idea. And I said, I am. Oh, we were scared. I mean, executive just... decision. We yeah, are yeah. putting that dog on she's a plane. Like, yeah, she like pulled the car. It's like just... this. We are I think, putting I think, him on I think on everyone the plane. here disagreed. <laughs> I, didn't, I, know, I was with you on put, on put him on a plane. <laughs> no, Laura said, nope, we need to wait. And I, I said, just nope. was worried about Ricky. That's why Laura wasn't yeah. cleaning up his poo every day, though, either. I don't want Ricky to deal with that. Because we were, I knew that the longer we kept him isolated we're gonna lose ga- ground on this dog because he's not happy he's not a happy dog it's not nice it's not nice and i and i'm like i got a semi-solid poop we got a storm coming put storm on the plane storm going on the plane no. <laughs> so i go and plead my case to ricky and he's like all right <laughs> and then we didn't even know if like storm would like be good in the carrier but so I got up really early that morning. <laughs> I take that carry over there, and I loaded him in there, and I put him in that. It's a, one of those soft ones. I put him in there. You know what he did? He rolled it over on his back and went. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ricky was coming for him like at nine thirty or something, and I want him as empty as I can get him to be. So I don't put give him, him any breakfast. I put no, there's gets no food. Well, that was the first morning I ever opened with him that he didn't just have poop he everywhere in his den. Poop in his den. The only, like, the, the only, yeah. the only yeah. time. And so I, I would let him out, and I would let him run around in the building because while I'm cleaning, him, there's no other dogs, and usually he would poop on the floor or something. No poops. No mm-hmm. poops. So you're you're determined. I'm gonna get a poop out of this dog before he goes. So, so I w- hook him up on a leash. We're going for a pack walk. That's where we're going. Me and Storm hitting the trails. All kinds of smells. I take him back. And, you know, not only did he never poop, but he only peed two times. You know how he liked to hike his leg on everything? He was a hiking Mm -hmm. fool. The whole trail. I took the leash off of him. I had him off leash back there because, because you know what? I know. Oh, my God. Please shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do anything. anything Because he's that kind of dog that will follow follow you anywhere you go. I mean, I knew that. Oh, yeah. He's a super sweet boy. Super loyal yeah, little boy. He just wants to be wherever you are. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I walked the whole trail. You could be on Mars with little storm yeah. trotting behind me like this. He's so cute with his big old bee face. I'm like, can you please smell the ground? Can you just please Perfect. smell the ground? Can you please squirt some think poo? Think about pooping. Can you just think about pooping? Just think about pooping. So he'd walk over to a tree and he'd smell it a little bit and get like interested. And then go, no. No, I got no pooping. Not good enough. No poop. None. I'm like, oh. 
He's gonna he's gonna diarrhea. He's this gonna hole. blow up. Yeah. He's saving it for the plane. Laura's gonna say, "I told you." What are you doing? <laughs> Which is more important to her than you know Ricky dealing with that. That is the I, I told you so is the biggest concern yeah. of this group. I didn't want to do this. I knew. I told you. So I told Ricky. I said, you know, you get him to that airport. I put a little sweater on because he's so skinny that anybody's going to go, what's wrong with that dog? What are you walking that? So I had a little sweater on. He was on a leash. I said, do not put him in that crate until it's time for you to board that plane. If he shits in the airport, so be it. I don't care. I just really don't care. So Ricky texts whenever he lands. He goes, he's a perfect little man. Just perfect little man. Never went to the bathroom. Never did anything. And then he lands in this lady's house. So he... He loves, so it's a single lady. She works from home. She's been a, um, a foster for a pug rescue in Florida, so she's got lots of good experience. She's a calm presence for him. She's got a great veterinary team. All of his records were, you know, sent. So she was prepared for him. I shipped raw to her. Yes. Ricky did two carry-ons of our of our retail raw, which I didn't know if they would take that from him in security because I didn't know is that going to be liquid. I, didn't, I, I thought we decided not to. You you did no, that I said, no, he and it went through. I said if they throw them away, then throw them away. It's a lot of liquid, <clears throat> but they didn't take They it should from take it. it. He said they went yep. through. Yeah. So he went through with two of those. And that's you're going with a dog, so, and it says dog so food on it. So he left here, and he was somewhere like 15, 16 pounds. Yeah. When he left here, so this past Monday. All right, he's never had diarrhea once. Since never he got once. To Florida. Crazy. Never. He's on. He's on he's the raw ne- diet. He's never thrown up. <clears throat> so she got him into the vet, um, and he weighed seventeen point six pounds on Monday. Today he weighs nineteen pounds. Wow. And she said he's weighed in at the vet. He looks much better, and he's running around the yard. Um, he growled at a Yorkie and a small bark at a Frenchie <laughs> at the vet's office. But other than the small bark, he's never barked or done anything she's like does he bark does he i said well he's content he's happy there's no yeah. need for him good. to bark he has everything he wants yeah you know so she works from home at her desk and there he is on his fluffy bed yeah, yeah. just living his best life yeah on his raw diet with mm-hmm. solid poops gain yes. weight solid poops so so that's the thing that i was saying about ibd and now we have roscoe yeah who Prolapsed. Pro- pushed big, his butt out. Pushed his Way butt out. Super prolapsed. And he had to get a scope. And whenever we have a dog like that, the question is, why did he prolapse? Because they always prolapse for a reason. So why did he prolapse? And now we're always suspicious that it's IBD right. when they prolapse because right. we've seen it so many times. So his was especially difficult because they didn't know if they could get that back in. It's the worst well, we didn't know how long seen. it had been out. It had been out for a while. Right. According to the lady, it had been out one day, but, you know. That was questionable. It wasn't, it wasn't with us, so we don't know that for sure. Right. So it, it, the, e, the ER hospital could not get it back in. So they just tried to keep it moist until the surgeon could get at him the next morning. And then Dr. Wilkins even like, uh, I just don't know if we can get this back in or not. And it was so much bruising. I mean, it was so bruised. He was in such pain that he was snapping at the doctors because it hurt him so bad. Yeah. And I, I and I said to them, I said, "Can is there no no other pain? You know, can we add another pain yeah. medicine for him? Mm-hmm. You know, is there something? You think know. about your own butt, and now you think about it being inside well, out, well, and Wes thinking and about I, everybody pushing on it a lot. Yeah. Probably hurt. Wes and I both said at the same time, "Well, I think I'd bite too." Yeah. Yeah. You know? I would. I would bite. So his was put back in. We kept him in the hospital with bloody diarrhea. For like a week. For like a week. 
and he's just recently checked out at Amy's house, and we and we have him on um, a can GI intestinal diet yeah. for now, just to try to calm everything down. Because doc, when Doctor Wilkins had him in there to put that rectum back in, he did take biopsies while he was in there, and that came back that he has IBD. Yeah, that's just that's like what we suspected. Right. So I told I told Amy, let's tell me what his poop is doing, and. We'll see if we're going to transition him to a raw diet. And I, at the same time this was going on, I had a lady email me from a Boston Terrier rescue in Michigan or something with a Boston that they had done everything with. All of the tests, the scoping, everything. The dog has IBD. Nothing that they do works. He's just, he can't stop spraying diarrhea, and the vets to- told them just put him to sleep because this isn't solvable. Just put him to sleep. So she texted me and said, you know, do you have any ideas? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, and this isn't science or anything. I'm just telling you my own experience. She was not a raw feeder. She didn't know anything about raw food. So I'm kind of like starting to scratch as to why a stool, because people don't emphasize enough on what kind of poop you have with dogs who eat a raw diet. It's completely different. I want to do a whole podcast on poop. Pictures, video, the whole thing. I mean, it really is completely different. I was watching Bub's poop the other day, and I watched the poop come out of her. And I, and I, you know, if you took a picture of that, nobody can really get the context of it. But a picture two hours later. Exactly. But her, and a picture but, but ten the, hours later. The size of Bub's poop looks like something that would come out of Levon. Yeah. Yep. And she's a 120-pound Mastiff. Whereas people who are feeding kibble... They're 120-pound Mastiff. It's like a moon pie. It's like a beer can. Well, I've got both at my house because I have Marco who doesn't eat raw because he can't. (gasps) And then I have all my other dogs, including Diggity Dog, who eats raw. And Marco will poop in the yard, and it'll look exactly the same for days. And the other ones, if you don't pick it up, you can't even find it anymore. It turns white. Yeah, it turns white. So So that's what I was trying to explain to her is, you know, the benefit of that for a dog who's, A, their bowel is very irritated – they're not processing dog food properly. They're, it's irritated. And then they're pushing this stuff out because there is so much waste. So let's just give it a completely a reset. And she's like, all right, I'll do it. And I gave her some places to order it. And I said, just keep me updated because I'm, I'm logging this stuff in. Science. And if, and if this continues, this kind of a thing with dogs with IBD and prolapsed rectums, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down with Dr. Rolf and Dr. Bronstadt and go, you guys need to look at this. You guys really Well, here's need to the look results from my way, and here's the results from your way. Yeah. Because you know what? A raw diet isn't in their protocol. That doesn't mean it's not effective. It's, right. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> and it, it, even if you had that conversation, they believed you. It's, it's still, it's not going to be incorporated. Like, th- there's, there's so much. Because they don't have the science of it. In, you know. Yeah. And there's so much power with the. Prescription diets. The Hills and the Royal Canine and uh, all the... There's just too much money behind it. You know, I had this conversation with him because Peggy had a bout of IBD, Mm -hmm. you know, several years ago, five, six years ago. And he said, you know, he told... First thing he said to me is, you know, let's get put on a prescription. And I said, I won't. I won't feed my dog that. And he didn't butt heads with me. He's like, I understand. He goes, he knows you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Butt heads with her. Who's going to win? The first thing that he went to is let's go to a home cook diet, which of course is an option as well. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and I did. It just requires more steps and science. How does that differ from raw? 
like to solve this. You can problem. cook it, they but they can't get the raw with the bacteria and the E. coli out of their head. Yeah, they just can't yeah, yeah. It's be, it's because they're scientists because they mm-hmm. have the science. Do you eat a bloody steak? It's it it's the it's just complete. It's it's so hard to like. It's indoctrination. That's what I guess. That's a good word for it. You know, that that's they, the way they've been taught. That's what. Well, that's that's what they taught at his school. That's what's yes. You know, for for the majority has 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 worked for him. Yeah. You know, these are some of the things we're talking about. These are outlier cases. Are they? I don't know. I don't know either. See, I would like to have like fifty people well, with their dogs okay. with diabetes and go, let's try this. Well, 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 this. well, they are outliers because we tried your way. We painstakingly tried your way of what of what you said we're supposed to do. Right. And we're left with no other options. We try our way. Hello. Everything works. You know what we need to so, search for? I just thought about this. You know, like on Facebook, they'll have like these IVDD groups mm-hmm. so you've got a paralyzed dog and then people are all in there yeah. I, I bet there's probably a irritable bowel disease dog groups mm-hmm. i'd be curious well, have we ever have we ever had a, talk about raw food on right there? have we ever had a dog with ibd that got fed the prescription diet like the vet and it got better no i don't think so but you know what? Every time we get one, I'm always open to it. I'm open. Well, we yeah, always well, try we first. go down the path. We do we it every always time. Always go down the path. Every time. Which is what we're doing with Roscoe right now. Right. But what, what I would like to stress is that we've done that so many times, but every single time a dog is on that, and we'll celebrate that we have a solid poop. And I'm probably biased because I'm used to raw, even though, of course, I'm picking up all kinds of dog poops all the time. Mm-hmm. I see I see the full spectrum when it comes to what dog poop is and what it looks like and what it looks like with this and that. Those prescription diets, it's not like I've, I've never had like the, oh, my God, boom, like the perfect solid, no schmear dog no, poop. Frozen yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's always it's always frozen yogurt, and mm-hmm. it's usually you have a case where it's like, oh, thank God, I have frozen yogurt. Yeah, but it's, like frozen yogurt it's, ain't it's, good. It's, it's better than like an exploding than, balloon of, it's of better than a of moon liquid, pie. you know. But it's never it's never good. Yeah. It's never anything to where it's like if you're walking your dog and you got to do the bag and the hand thing, you're gonna be like, yeah, oh, get the frozen fuck. yogurt out of the grass. You know, yeah. it's it's not easy. It's it's not anything that I would think it should ever be good or consistent. It's not solid. It wouldn't be even good for me as a human being. But you know what? It's like, you know what? It's just, like it, just, just, just like as a human, what does your poop look like? But what just flashed in my head is like the people that we're speaking to, our audience, they have the experience with their own dogs. And if they're feeding crappy dog food, they don't know what we're talking they've about. They've never. That's all, that's all they've ever seen from poop. Poop podcast is next. Yep. We're doing it. All poop all the Picks, time. video. Oh, you know what? We can put the one in there where Ann picked up the poop. <laughs> I want, totally I want Wes that. with a GoPro over Daryl's poop with a time lapse and just watch it. I can watch totally it, do watch that. It that wither, would be awesome. Watch it wither away. I'll do it over Marco's too and you can see it, yeah. But, but you know, if we have pictures of poop. I have like so I many said, pictures of poop right now. I do too, uh, actually. Like, <laughs> you see that green one a couple of months ago? <laughs> I still that guess. comes from greenies. People I can't stop thinking about that green one. Green. It's got We've green got so many worm poops. Yeah, yeah those are boring. Mm-hmm. See those, see all, those time. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more worms. It's fine. It'll be like one, Dr. Pimple, Pimple Popper. Uh, we're not talking about that again. It's yeah. just the whole vet show is her popping stuff. We're not talking about this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We're not. Daryl could have starred on that show. I We're mean, not. No. Daryl's was You can like, run it by yourself. You can... We need to talk about Daryl a little bit. Because Poor Daryl. Nobody, I didn't, I didn't update on how he was doing. Did I update on how he came? I don't even know yeah, how he's doing he so. Anyway, it looked, she said it looked pretty good today, that it was, the bruising was good and that the temperature of his tail was good. Yeah. Because, you know, you worry about it being cold and him licking <clears> his tail. Oh, I thought they'd be worried about being too hot. No, you worry about it being cold. You want them cold, to, no you blood. Want cold means no yeah. blood. Yeah. How is she taking the temperature? Just, like, just feeling it. Just feeling it. it. Yeah. Feeling is it cold it? to okay. the touch? So he had to spend another night. He's sad. That's a terrible business right there. Can't I, talk about it. It's I terrible. Would, I wouldn't stand for it. So sorry. Well, this is what I told Travis. Thanks for no. thanks for telling me that <laughs> right now. Closed. I told right him now. to get I know where him. she lives. We can go knock on her door. Yeah. Tell her to go open it. I but see, I know him. And I know he would stress ten times more if he had Daryl with him. I wouldn't be here. That's what I mean. I told him just so put a pull noodle on it. You're good to go. It's, be- it's better that Daryl is at the vet. If it was my dog who'd no, come home with me, because I wouldn't stress like that. I would just take care of it. Travis has a heart attack. He has inside anxiety. <laughs> well, it's like you know he's there. She wanted to change the bandage again. She wanted to look at it again, and so it's like, well, she has obviously more experience I than I do, yeah. and. And she lives and, five and, minutes from the clinic, and, and she's she, probably back there right now. And she's and she's also not telling me that he's freaking out, that he's like doing they anything don't tell like you that. Those things. She, I think she would. I think she would too. Because she's just gonna give him. Stuff well, Daryl's a big old hundred twenty-five pound tiger. Yeah, it, and that's that's another thing too. Yeah. Zonk him. Just give him a little shot. You know, sleeping night night, Daryl. Yeah. And Sleeping. like I said, she lives right down the street. She drops in there ten o'clock I'm, at night. Uh, I'm not expecting her to do that, but uh, but she I, will be doing. But that. I I would expect that if he wasn't doing well or she didn't feel like he could heal properly in that environment, that she would tell me to take she him would. home. She would. But she told me that she sh- he should stay another night, which yeah. is horrible. That's the longest. It is horrible. And like I said, if she said it to me, I'd say no. So. But you know what's worse <laughs> is if you bring them home and then they're in pain, or he busts it open or something. I got all and kinds like of what pain I meds. had last night. Nothing I'm bleeds like a tail, dude. Saying, he yeah. wouldn't be My in dog's pain. Crying. But she, but she's got better pain meds, and she's got the more experienced eye. And if something pops, which she would think that oh, do I let that seep or drain? Where I would just have to text her if something like that happens. See, tails so. are really hard. It's, tails are it's super very, hard. very delicate. Because they bleed really easily and they do this with them. Well, and there's yeah. no like there's extra no tissue at all. And there's no way to bandage that. Well, that's why I no. said the pool noodle. You still it's gotta keep breathe. Up. Yeah. Tails, tails are, hard. are bad news. They it really is are. a good idea though. Pool noodle. Tails and ears. But then, it's, it's but then the same hollow, way. Just... hollow out like the middle. Yeah. She's on the right track. That's a million dollar you idea. You would have to have it. You would have to have a pretty big diameter hole of the pool noodles. So Let's go to the pool you store. Cut it. So the- <laughs> I got pool noodles at my house. Well, hey, what kind of noodles you got? Tail. So it's big at one end, it's small at another end, and like pool noodles, the same hole size all the way no, through. No, no, so, so, so you, so you have to drill it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You split. You take your exacto knife and you split it. We usually like split this. open anyway. And then you do this with it. Place the tail like just yeah, but see, but then and it's, then you just wrap it. I know, yeah, but you can you hollow just, it you, out. You hollow out a little pie, but it still has the edge. Especially if it's old and like sun rotted a little <laughs> bit, because then they kind of fall apart a little bit. At the point of where you have the sore, two oh. two two balancing points on the opposite sides of the sore, but then hollowed out. <laughs> yeah. in the what middle. keeps it from just sliding off the like tail? This is, yeah, I feel well, like this the is mo- the, uh, the most important question is what stops Daryl from going <laughs> and just pulling it right off. I'm gonna pull it <laughs> off my tail because what he doesn't realize is his dog is in a cone right now. Yes, he is. Oh, Daryl. Daryl's in a big old well, cone. Night night. <laughs> you know what? I hope 
you can't sleep. This like, is the I couldn't worst. sleep when you had my Bessie. This is the worst <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> Paybacks are a bitch. Yeah, Emma and I told him Daryl's in a cone. And he goes, was it like a, a fancy cone, a really like, soft is one? It like it's like a nope. fancy Does he have cone a that I've never heard before. It's heated. Nope. It's a pillow. It's the big, giant, clickety-clack-clack plastic oh, one. Yeah, and Emma no. goes, no, it's the big one like this, and Daryl's no. laying like this. <laughs> Not my sugar. <laughs> no. Because you know Dr. Reno? I was about to call her Dr. D. Dr. Reno likes a cone on her dog. She likes a cone. She means business with her cone, too. Well, Dr. Reno plays to win, so. She does. She (laughs) plays for cheaps. But I need to teach her a new trick. Yeah. So, you know, a special had her knee surgery, and I don't want to put my little special in a cone because it's special. I mean, not special baby. I don't want to put baby in a cone because she's special. Well. She can't even keep her baby's name. Yeah. I'm confused now about what we're talking about. (laughs) And so, Dr. Singh said to me, she must wear the cone for, you know, <laughs> this week after her surgery because if one germ gets inside of that joint capsule, there won't be an antibiotic in the world to save her. I'm like, we're on Ooh. it. Cone stays on. Right. That, that, that just did this to Laura. <laughs> fear, fear, and, fear. And Dan, scary, Danny, scary. Danny didn't like the cone either, so I'll go home and tell Danny. Mm. This Dr. Singh said, said. <laughs> cone staying on. <laughs> and by cone, she actually means the Boston Terrier's donut toy. No, because it didn't work. She's smart because <laughs> she's lanky and she could reach around there. We caught her licking. So we caught her licking. <laughs> so you have to put a little plastic cone on. Well, her? they sent her home in that cone that Daryl's in. It was terrible. I figured with your dog, you just like cut a hole in a Dixie cup. <laughs> 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 they, but you know that good paper cone, the blue paper cone? Yes. Mm-hmm. So she has that one on and she does pretty good because, you know, that one can kind of crush down and you can yeah. sleep. So she's in the paper cone. Those are good. Daryl's in a paper cone. No Next topic. <laughs> I had Bessie in the paper cone with her eye. Yeah. To sleep in at nighttime. Yeah, it makes a big difference because yeah. that other one is just It was difficult. her sleepy night-night I had Bernice <laughs> in that big plastic one when they did her eyes. She's just, she's catching that thing. Come down it's the hallway. Just yeah. scrape the paint off your hallway. Yeah. Always. Well, because those big it's dogs, more dangerous. it's like it's this big scene. It's like getting yeah. everything. Well, that's what Carolina, Pam's dog, she's eating her stitches off, so she's put put a cone on her. Well, she lives in a tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> put the cone on her. It touches the walls on both sides of the yeah. house at the same time. Anyway that dog turns it hits a wall like That's not even put a big dog in a cone and put him in a phone it's like playing operation yeah. with barbecue tongs yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was one of my favorite games as a kid <laughs> <laughs> alright we're closing the night on that one alright y'all <laughs> prayers for sugar tiger tail good night. hashtag tiger good night, tail good night Daryl <laughs> <laughs>